0: Hello, and welcome to the Embassy City Podcast. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know about our new show, Unpacked, with Juliette Ross. Join Juliette and a new special guest each week as they unpack past messages and dive deeper into each topic. It's live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on our YouTube channel and Facebook page. Find out more and catch up on past episodes at embassycity.com forward slash unpacked. Now let's join Pastor Tim.
1: Thank you for being here. Oh, I, that snow day was so whack. Oh, my goodness. We called that thing off, and it was like 18 snowflakes. I counted. That fell, and I was like, I can't believe you hearing me stay home for this. So glad that y'all came back. And listen, I just want to say, uh, we've been saying it uh, all morning, uh, but whether you decided to be here Uh, or you are watching us there, you are in the right place. And here's what I know about you. I know that if you are here, uh, then you're committed to growing in your relationship with God, or you just wouldn't have came. Uh, If you're here, I believe that you are committed to giving your time, talent, and treasure to God. And I know that if you're here, then you are looking to be connected to the people of God. And with all three things said, I believe that you are in the right place. Uh, We have been in a series called Q&A. This is week three of that series. If you were here the first weekend, uh, uh, we talked about who are we? And we answered that question. Last week, we talked about where are we? We talked about the fact that we need to measure where we are spiritually, we need to measure where we are geographically, and we need to measure where we are relationally. I gave gave some shout-outs last week. I started to talk about the people that were watching us, not only in the the United States, but literally around the world. And uh, those shout-outs seemed to be something people liked, uh, because people were like, that was my comment, even though we didn't give their name. They were just claiming it. That was me. And so uh, I just thought, well, we should probably do uh, some more shout outs. And so um, uh, I'm going to read you three. And this may be a part because of the the season that we're in uh, that we do every weekend. Just people responding to us as we are giving them the word. So I have one that says, I've been watching during this pandemic and I've been so blessed by all the messages. Thanks for this wonderful reminder of truth of who we truly are in Christ. That's why. I don't know who why is, but somebody going to claim why. Uh, This next one, uh, we moved to Texas to join Embassy City Church during the COVID shutdown and can't wait to attend a service live with our new family. Now, that's Dr. Craig McMullen and his wife, and they are right here. They moved here from Colorado to be a part of our family. So I know you don't want to be embarrassed, but just wave at everybody. That way they know it's you. That's them right there. Um, And then this last one. uh, Yay! Kenya made it to the list. Kenya loves you right back. You're my other church. And so, if you guys were here last week, we talked about uh, uh, understanding that this is either the church you believe God has called you to, or this is your other church where you receive uh, some vitamins and some nutrients that you may not get from your home church. Are y'all ready to grow? Yes. Say, let's grow. Let's, grow. To grow, say let's, grow. let's grow. If you're ready to grow, say, let's grow. If you're ready to grow, say, let's grow. If you're ready to grow, say, let's grow. Keep the beat. Keep the beat. Let's grow. Okay. Hey. Okay. I see y'all. That's good. All right. Uh, If you have your Bibles, I need you to go to Matthew chapter number 28. Matthew chapter number 28. I want to read uh, three verses in your hearing, uh, 18, 19, and 20. Uh, And if you're taking notes on this message, and you should take notes. Why? Why? Because nerds rule the world, okay? So take notes on this message. If you're taking notes, this is part three. The title of this message is uh, 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 "Where? uh, What Do We Do? Last week was Where Are We? This weekend is What Do We Do? That's a question we want to answer today. What is it that we do? Here's what it says, uh, Matthew chapter number 28, starting at the 18th verse. Before I even go any further, somebody needs to know that right now. Jesus said that. Those letters are in red. He is with us all ways. Bow your heads. Let's pray over the word, shall we? Holy Spirit, um, give clarity to all of us as it relates to what we have been called to do. amen Amen. so uh uh has anybody ever been asked this question hey hey what do you do anybody ever been asked that question you ever gone to like maybe a a social gathering or an event and uh after you give the pleasantries and, and maybe exchange names and where you came from uh one of the questions inevitably is hey what do you do when somebody asks that question, they, they, they're, they're trying to get a context of, uh, of who you are, what you're passionate about, what you're interested in. And, and those uh, uh, answers are very, very diverse. They, they are uh, very, very uh, varied. <laughs> very, very varied. V-A-R-I-E-D. We do a lot of things. But when it comes to what we do here at Embassy City Church... The question that we need to ask, the question that we need to answer for people is what is it that we do? Now, every single church has a specific assignment. Every single church has something that they have been called to do. But based on what it is that God has called us to do, I believe we need to answer this question once and for all. And it should not be confusing my hope, my prayer, my dream Is that by the end of this year, over 75% of the people that call Embassy City Church home will be able to answer this question without even thinking about it. So are you ready for the answer? Because it's a very simple answer. It's only four words. You know how some people have vision statements and mission statements and it's so long and chunky and verbose you can't remember it? They're like, hey, what is our church meant to do? We are here to reach everybody at the same time all the time and give them discipleship and make sure they love Jesus and there's something else to it, but I can't remember, but that's about it. I don't want us to go through that. So I'm going to make this real, real simple, okay? When somebody asks you the question, what is it that you do? Here's your answer, four words. We upset the world. That's what we do. If anybody ever asks you, what this Embassy City Church do? Your answer is what? We upset the world. What? We upset the world. Little John, what?
0: We
1: upset the world. <laughs> Took some of y'all back. Y'all wasn't ready to go back there. Okay. This is what we do. We upset the world. That's it. We upset the world. That is all we do. We show up every weekend to upset someone's world. We provide content online and on demand because we want to upset someone's world. The way we live out our lives Monday through Saturday is to upset people's world. That's why we were put here This is our assignment. We upset the world. So, somebody might ask you, What do you mean by that? What what, what do you mean by we upset the world? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. This is the three points that I want to give you. When somebody somebody asks you, What do you do? your answer is, What? When they say, well, what do you mean by that? Point number one, please write this down. It means that we want to see people far from God and near to God come back to God. When we say that we want to upset the world, what we are saying is we want to see people far from God and near to God come back to God. Here's what it says in Ephesians 2.17. And we read this uh, last week. We, he brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. I talked about, about, about this at length last week, but just as a, a, a recap, when we talk about reaching people, we understand uh, that those of us that are Gentiles, and Gentiles simply means uh, uh, that we cannot trace back our, our lineage and our heritage to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We're Gentiles. Gentiles are far away from God in that they never had a covenant with God to begin with. We want to we see people come back to God that are far away from him. But to Jewish people, the people that Jesus was sent to, he came to his own and his own received him not. To those Jewish people that have yet to receive their Messiah, Yeshua. We want to see them come back to God as well. And so we want to see those far from God and near to God come back to God. The, the most broadest and specific way I can, I can let you know that is based on scripture with Jews and Gentiles. But here is another caveat I'd like to drop on you. I want to see people far from God who've never heard about the love of Jesus and near to God, those that have heard about the love to Jesus, of Jesus, I want to see them come back to God too. Let me, let me zoom in a little bit more. Uh, I I would love to see an atheist come back to Jesus. An agnostic come back to Jesus. But I would also love to see people that have been in church all their life come to Jesus. Agnostic, atheist, uh, somebody that grew up in a different religion, far from God. I want to see them come back. But I want to see some people that have been in church all their life checking the box, but have never given their life to Jesus <laughs> come back to God. About three or four years ago, uh, I was preaching a message, and uh, we had an individual on staff uh, whose whole family uh, came to church. His, his father came to our church, and his father was in his 70s. And uh, I, I did this sermon, and at the end of the sermon, this is great. At the end of the sermon, his dad walks up and gives his life to Jesus. And so we celebrated it, but his son was confused. They drove home, and there was like an awkward silence. He didn't want to bring it up in front of the whole family. And when they got in the house, he got a few moments alone with his dad, and he said, "Um, Dad, just want to clarify
0: something.
1: Um, you know, that salvation call, I saw you go up. Did you need prayer for something else? You just went up with the salvation people? He was like, No, son, I I gave my life to Jesus. And he was like, Well, Dad, I'm confused. All these years that I've known you, you've been in church. And all these years that I've known you, what I've heard you tell me is that you gave your life to Christ in 1974. So is this a recommitment? And he goes, No, son, it's my first commitment. He said, Here's what I realized while Tim was preaching the Holy Spirit told me that I never gave my life to Jesus. I gave my life to my denomination. I committed my life to a certain way that people experience God. But I never actually gave my life to Jesus. And for the first time today, I can truly say, after being in church all of my life, I just gave my life to Jesus. (laughs) Far from God, near to God, coming to God. I don't want you to stay far, but I don't want you to stay near either. I want you in a relationship with God. Wouldn't it be crazy if I referred to my marriage as a near marriage? Wouldn't y'all have some questions? Hey, I see you got a ring on your f- finger. How long have you been married? I, I'm nearly married. <laughs> w- what do you mean, nearly married? Well, I see her once a week. Oh, no. <laughs> I talk to her on Sundays. <laughs> and when I'm in, sometimes when I'm in trouble, I'll call her throughout the week. Like, if it's a real bad week, I want her over. <laughs> like, I want her with me. But I mean, if everything's going good, I, I, you know, I average once. I mean, well, if I'm being serious, I average maybe twice a month. I might, I might, you know, if she does a video, I'll watch it. Yeah. If it's too long, I won't though. Like one, if it goes over 30 minutes, I got other stuff to do. I can't be. I don't know. I I, I want to see people far from God and near to God come back to God. Now let me just let me tap dance on that 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 little watching thing for a minute. Since we got people here and there, far and near, I'm watching y'all. I'm watching your averages on YouTube. You average, you know, I be talking at least thirty to forty minutes, but you average eighteen minutes. If you go start and finish it. You caught up on Bridgerton. (laughs) You binge watched Breaking Bad again. (laughs) You can scroll for three hours on Instagram. Finish the sermon. Just finish it. Just finish it. If you're going to start it, finish it. Alpha and Omega, that thing. You hear me? Don't you give up in the middle of that thing, I'm telling you. Now, all right. All right, I feel. Amen. Shook that off. I'm good now. Y'all good? All right. Y'all ready to grow? Say, let's go. All right, here we go. Point number two, please write this down. What do you mean by that? Somebody asked you that question. Point number two, we want to show God's goodness to unbelievers and make believers ambassadors of Jesus Christ. I'm going to say that again. We want to show God's goodness to unbelievers. And we want to make believers ambassadors of Jesus Christ. I'm going to say this again one more time. We want to show God's goodness to unbelievers. And we make believers ambassadors of Jesus Christ. Here's what it says in 1 Peter chapter number 2, verse number 9. But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. We are a chosen people. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm chosen. chosen. Look at your other neighbor and say, That's right. That's right. I'm chosen. <laughs> you are a royal priest, you are royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Just stay right there for a minute. I love that part. As a result, as a result of what? As a result of you being chosen, royal, holy, God's very own possession, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. When I, when I, when I talk about this, the fact that, that, that what we do is we show God's goodness to unbelievers. We, 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 we make it our, our objective to upset people's world by just being nice. You want to show God's goodness to unbelievers? It will be more about what you do than what you say. We live in a very cynical world. We live in a very distrusting uh, uh, environment. And the more you can just show God's goodness, the more you start breaking off stereotypes as it relates to what it means to be a true believer in Jesus Christ. Yeah. I wear people out. I'm so nice to people. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm so nice to people. I'm nice to people that I don't want to be nice to. That's how I know the Holy Spirit lives in there because I would be like, ooh. <laughs> I want to slap you so bad but this Jesus in me keeps reaching out in love so just be nice when you go out to dinner tip well please don't witness to that person and leave three dollars You are the worst evangelist of all time. (laughs) Just hush. If you're not going to do that, just hush. (laughs) But the way we show God's goodness uh, to unbelievers is is by what we do more than what we say. You start wearing them down with what you do and they'll start going, who, what? Some, you so nice. Where's all that coming from? I went to the uh, uh, a pop-up store the other day. Oh my goodness, I'm about to give some free advertising for uh, this, this, uh, this delectable treat called microchip cookies. If you don't know about it, write it down in your notes. <laughs> <laughs> microchip cookies, all right? These microchip cookies are... Un- they found a way to put a cookie just like the chocolate chip ones. They literally just put a cookie around a Hershey's Kiss. It's ridiculous. It is the liter- it's literally the crack of cookies. Okay? It's, it's, it's wrong and it's right. And so and so I went into the store, uh, the pop-up store it was in South Lake, and so I walked in, and the lady was like, hi, and I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you having a good day? I hope you are, because I'm here for your cookies. And she was like, oh, my goodness, this energy. I need it all. Thank you so much. No one has come in here as nice as you. And we had this great conversation. And and then I was like, listen, please tell the owners of this thing that basically, you know, I'm from the hood. And so, um, uh, you know, cocaine uh, was a big problem. But then when they found a way to put it in the crack, that's what had people doing this. And um, this is basically what your cookies have done to my family. And... (laughs) she was like oh my goodness she was turning red blushing like oh this is the greatest compliment i think of all time (laughs) oh my gosh and then she was like so then she starts laughing hysterically almost to the point of tears and she goes i cannot wait to tell my mom and my aunt what you said the owners is her aunt and her mama And she was like, I just uh, came down here from Colorado. I don't know if I'm going to stay. I might move back, but but, but who knows? And I'm like, hey, you never know what God has plans. And she was like, you're right. (laughs) And then I bought my cookies and left. I don't know if she's a believer or not, but I'm just showing God's goodness. I have joy. That's the fruit of the spirit. I have love. That's the fruit of the spirit. I have kindness. That's the fruit of the Spirit. I did not evangelize her. Oh, yeah, you're down here from Colorado. Well, you know I've got a church right down the street. It's only about 17 minutes away from here, especially if you catch all the green lights. (laughs) (laughs) Would you want to come and maybe perhaps, you know, see if God might open? Listen, I'm just chipping away at people. I'm led by the Spirit as to whether I'm going to profess Uh, something about Jesus Christ but at all times I got to be nice that's my default position as an ambassador of heaven I got to be nice and not just with people that are nice with you I'll never forget uh we were we were uh uh Juliet and I were traveling back from overseas hi baby Juliet's at home hi baby I love you so much and Nathan and Noah and mommy I love you over there mama and daddy I know you're watching I love you over there Um, we were in the airport on an international flight and, uh, I walked up to, uh, the register and I said, Hey, are, are there, are, are there any more seats in, uh, uh, business class? Uh, we had one seat, uh, there was only one seat that was open. And so I said, uh, okay, uh, give it to Juliette and 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 the guy was very like you could tell he had had a long day he was worn out by all the travelers and so uh he and so juliet always like no baby you take it i'm like i'm not going out like that you are my wife i'm i'm going to be in business and you going to be in coach i mean in regular no you you take business class i'll i'll go sit uh in coach and uh so i said hey sir i just want you to know um uh You know, you might be having a a bad day, but I appreciate the fact that you even got my wife in uh, business and uh, don't worry about me. I'll be fine with a coach ticket. It was that basic. So we walked away and 15 minutes later, uh, right when we were about to board, he goes, hey, come here. And he hands me a business class ticket. I just told you what my exchange was. Hey, sir, I know you're probably having a bad day. Just thanks for getting my wife in. I wasn't like, you know what? I'm praying for you, sir. I know these passengers can wear you out, but I believe the peace of God that passes all understanding (laughs) will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. I believe that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against you, thou shalt condemn. I believe that you are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. I believe breakthrough is coming for you. Oh, I feel it, Jesus. I believe breakthrough. No, none of that. None of that happened. None of that happened. I was just basically nice. I was tired, too. So I'm like, just get hurry and I'm good. I wound up with a business class ticket next to my boo. Because nice goes a long way. That's what we do to unbelievers. For believers... We make you ambassadors. It's great that you came into a relationship with Jesus, but it's not enough. We need you activated. This is what uh, uh, our chief apostle Jesus said in Matthew chapter number 28. Go make disciples. Make them something. Make them like you. Here's what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, verse number 20. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for God. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. It's those first five words. So we are Christ's ambassadors. Say it. We are Christ's ambassadors. Again, we are Christ's ambassadors. One more time, loud. We, we are Christ's ambassadors. We're not representing ourselves. We are representing himself we represent jesus to the world which is why i can't give you my opinion on anything because ambassadors can only repeat what the home country has said Anytime somebody wants to talk to me about what's going on politically or what's going on racially or what's going on uh, uh, with justice and all that kind of stuff, they're like, well, well, what are your thoughts on it? And I was like, I don't have a thought. The Bible does. I can point you to what the Bible says. And I can repeat what the Bible Oh, come on. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. But you, though, what I have to say really doesn't matter. Especially in this climate. Because everybody's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got a voice. This is, this is the side effect, the negative side effect of social media. It's great that we get to be connected, but everybody got something to say? Yeah. About everything? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Where the wrong thing. Somebody got something to say. Say the wrong thing. Somebody got something to say. Post the wrong thing. Somebody got something to say. It is so funny after every, I don't know who it is. Let let, let me look. Uh, This camera? Okay, let's go. Hey, uh, uh, I love you. The, the, The person that within seven minutes of our sermon being done, gives it a thumbs down. Ooh, I love you. You humble me so much. Just when I thought it was the best sermon of all time. Bam. (laughs) juliet does unpacked all she's doing is unpacking the message somebody's like (laughs) hate what you unpacked (laughs) i can't let any of that move me none of that can be oh my goodness one i got a thumbs down now let me reconsider my life's call The the only time I feel like a sermon has been bad is if I haven't obeyed what God has told me to say. All of the content won't resonate with all of the people all of the time. But if I obey what God told me to say, I'm on good ground that I can preach another weekend. That's what it's about. So we make believers ambassadors of Jesus Christ. I will not rest till you grow up. We've got to understand, please understand what I'm saying to you. If you don't want to grow, this is not your church. If you want to stay the same, this is not your church. If, 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 if you want to be petty, this is not your church. If you want to be political, this is not your church. I'ma let that I'ma rub that one in. I'ma say that one again slow. If you want to be political, this is not your church. In End the ending. This cannot be your church. We make disciples here, not politicians. We make ambassadors here. This is what we are called to do. What do you do? We upset the world. What do you mean by that? Point number three, please write this down. Somebody might want you to elaborate on, what do you mean by we upset the world? Well, what what do you mean by that? Well, I'm glad you asked. We want to upset the world with the message, love, and hope of Jesus Christ. We want to upset people's world with the message, the love and the hope of Jesus Christ. Again, we want to upset the entire world with the message, the love and the hope of Jesus Christ. Here's what it says in Acts chapter number six, 17, Acts chapter 17, verse number 6. Not finding them there, this is an angry Jewish mob that was looking for uh, Paul and Silas. Uh, Not finding them there, Paul and Silas, they dragged out Jason and some other believers instead and took them before the city council. (laughs) So funny to me. Paul and Silas have caused trouble all over the world. They shouted, which is why I did. (laughs) And now they are here disturbing our city too. That one verse... Is one of the most prophetic verses in all of Scripture. It's one that is exaggerated exaggerated, and prophetic at the same time. Paul and Silas have caused trouble all over the world. And now they are here disturbing us. They made it here. <laughs> they made it here. Do the same thing they were over there. <laughs> we heard about it over there, but now they made it here. They're here disturbing our city too. Cause trouble uh, in the Greek literally means to upset. Now, when we hear the word upset, we think uh, uh, getting mad, getting frustrated. But the word upset by definition literally means to turn over. To turn something upside down. Anyone that's come into a relationship with Jesus Christ has had their life turned upside down. Anybody that is committed to a life with Jesus Christ will have their life turned upside down. You were born in sin. You're born again into salvation, into a relationship with Jesus Christ. Your life got turned upside down. So when we say we want to upset people's world, we're not talking about running around making people mad. Although the gospel can be offensive to a hardened heart then what are we saying? We, we're saying that uh, uh, one of the ways that we turn people's life upside down is with the message. The message alone. Ooh. That good old gospel message is the epitome of good news. You have never had better news in your entire life than hearing that someone died for you. You have never in your whole life there hasn't been a bonus you received, a promotion you've obtained, a yes you've gotten from the person you wanted to marry, approval for the car loan at a very good interest rate, uh, uh, moving into the house that you wanted to. You have never received better news than someone telling you that God loved you so much he sent his son to die on a cross for your sins. That's good news. I want to upset people's world with that news. Sinners love good news. They hate bad news. So when you give somebody this news, make sure it's good. You're going to hell! That ain't good news. Do you know you're going to bust hell wide open? Do you know that God literally wants to stomp you? Rub you in. And cast you in the outer darkness. Forever. Better get right. That's not no good news. If somebody ever told me that anywhere, I'd be like... Did nobody ask you all that? Good news is somebody died for you. Somebody is madly in love with you and they sent their own child to die for you. That's good news. We want to reach them with that message. We want to reach them with the love. Do you know what? Love is still the most powerful thing on the entire planet. It wears people out. That's why Jesus said, love your enemies. Why? It wears them out. They don't know what to do with you. When you're mad at them, they expect you to get mad back. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, okay, I will. Some people love drama. They just love it. They don't feel good unless they're in a conflict, and they're arguing, and they're shouting, and there's somebody mad at them. And so the best way to destroy and disrupt that thing that they're feeding off of, don't give it back. Hate you, love you. Can't stand you, praying for you never gonna talk to you again you don't exist i see you (laughs) i know that sounds a little stalkerish but it's real (laughs) love on them It's, it's something that you grow to do the more that you submit to the holy spirit the more you're submitted to the holy spirit the easier unlovable people are to love you can't do it if there's still a lot of you present but the more you die And the more Christ comes up and out of you, you just start loving on people. Man, I I understand. I get it. I used to be like you. But I got on the cross and bled out and died. So here we are. I love you. Lastly, we give hope. We turn people's lives upside down with the message, the love, and the hope of Jesus. He is coming back. The Savior of the world that ascended into glory in Acts chapter number one is coming back. I know some people think he's coming back in like six months. Some people have tried to get all the way down to a date. It will be September 22nd of 2024. Whenever he comes back. I don't care when it is. I just want to be ready. My hope is secure. That whether I hear a trumpet sound or I die prior to that, I'm going to join a cloud of witnesses that through the same faith got to meet their Savior (laughs) face-to-face. That's my hope. That's why it doesn't matter who wins an election or loses an election, because my hope has never been built on who is in that house. My hope is built on who is in God's house. This country will always have a president for four to eight years. I'm going to have my king for eternity. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly trust in Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. (laughs) All other ground is sinking sand. The money sinks. The house sinks. The life sinks. Everything else sinks except the ground, the foundation of Jesus Christ. Ah. (laughs) I got on my Peloton this morning. I was ready for (laughs) y'all about that life. What do we do? hey, y'all looking online, write it in the chat. What do we do? I told them to write it in the chat. (laughs) Listen, God has given us a mandate. God has given us an anointing. This house has an anointing. To see people's lives turned upside down with the message, love, and hope of Jesus Christ. If anybody wants to know, wait, hey, what's the vision of your church? We upset the world. Really nice. What's the mission of your church? We upset the world. Great. Hey, what's the purpose of your church? We upset the world. What do you mean by that? Uh, We mean that we want to see people far from God and near to God come back to God. Oh, that's. That's really good. What, what else do you mean by that? Oh, that, that just means that we want to show God's goodness to unbelievers and make believers ambassadors of Jesus Christ. That's all that means. That's all that means. What, what, well, what, do, you, what do you mean when you say you want to upset the world? It sounds like, sounds like you're mad. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. I don't, I don't like being upset that much. Oh, don't worry about that. That just means that we want to see people's lives turned upside down with the message, love, and hope of Jesus Christ. Any more questions? Not this week. Come back next week and we'll talk about more. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Hey, what's the meaning to your life? Maybe the question God's asking you today is if you, have, you, have you found the meaning of your life? You want your life to have meaning? Get get connected to a house. Get connected to a purpose. Get connected to a vision. Get connected to a mission. That's why we use the word we and not I or you. It's, It's us. We have a purpose, we have a mission, we have a vision and it's to upset the world. As you're allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you right now, perhaps there is something in your life that you have yet to give God permission to turn over. If the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about that now, it would be a great time to open up and let him in. Listen, you might be here today. You might be watching me live or on demand. You might say, I'm far from God. I I, I know it. I I didn't grow up in a Christian home. You know, the stuff I did see was really strange, and so I'm I'm just kind of out here. Or you might be somebody that's very, very near. I I grew up in church, but I, I never made that commitment myself. I want to ask you this question. With every head bowed and every eye closed, whether you are in this sanctuary or you're watching us right now, would you be opposed to giving your life to Christ today? Would you be against surrendering your life to Christ today? If you answered no to that question in your heart, then the next question I want to ask you is what would it take for you to make that decision today? What would it take for you? Would it, would it take you laying down pride? Would it take you laying down a little bit of your ego? Would it, would it take you laying down fear? What would it take for you today? If you're ready to lay that down, And make a commitment to Jesus Christ, then according to Romans 10, 9, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Change your mind, repent about the way that you've been living and make Jesus Christ Lord. Every head is still bowed, every eye is still closed. If you've made that decision in your heart, with every head bowed and every eye closed, would you just raise your hand? I just want to know if you're in here. I've made, thank you. Ooh, I see y'all. Thank you. Raise it up high. You should be proud if you gave your life to Thank you. I love you. So, I'm so excited for you. If you have made that decision online, would you just type, if you're watching live, type citizen in the chat. I just, I just became a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Angels are rejoicing with you right now. You have no idea. They're having a full-on party for you right now. And hey, y'all, open your eyes real quick. Uh, uh, I saw at least five hands go up that gave their life to Jesus Christ. Can we just welcome them into the kingdom of God? So grateful. So proud of y'all. Listen, I love you guys so much. Uh, uh, Thank you for uh, riding with us even through Uh, these uh, challenges we have with wearing masks and all that kind of stuff. Y'all make me so proud. Every weekend, y'all just make me so proud. Uh, And I'm excited to see where God takes us next week. I'll see you soon. Peace.
0: Thank you for listening today. If this message spoke to you in any way, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. We would like to connect with you. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit embassycity.com. You can watch live on Sundays and view past messages on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Embassy City Church. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Embassy Irving. If you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at embassycity.com or text Embassy City, all one word, to 77977. We pray you had a great week. Thanks for listening today.